I think I was like, mm. <laughs> I think, mm. why can't I? English. I think that I'm a summer, I think I'm a summer baby. Why am I struggling to speak? I think that I am a summer baby. I think that I am a summer baby. I think that I, I guys, I think that I'm a summer baby because the sun is out and I'm feeling good. I'm not re-recording this. I like the way that I said good. Good. Welcome back to another episode of After Eight Podcast. You are listening to Chloe Amore and just Chloe Amore. Why? Because I have one and I've got the podcast to myself. There will be no Olympia on this episode. It will just be Chloe. And I'm very happy about that. I'm joking, I'm not. I'm actually really um, sad that I'm not with my Olympia. Um, but no, she's unable to join us today. So then I kind of thought, do you know what? I was like, okay, maybe I'll get like, you know, a friend or a guest on and we can have like a, you know, a one-to-one. But um, I thought, do you know what? Olympia done a solo episode. So I thought, let me try this out. And um, yeah, here I am, I'm doing this right now. So you guys are gonna listen to me ramble on for, I don't know, the next 30, 40 minutes and you're gonna enjoy it. So welcome to episode 39. So in true After 8 fashion, we are going to start off this episode by asking how my week has been. So there's no one here to ask me how my week has been, so I'm just going to talk. Um, It has been a good week. I am in a very good space and I'm really grateful for that. And um, I just feel like a lot of things in my life are aligning and they, God willing, shall continue to align. Um, I've started a fresh new chapter um in my life and I am extremely excited for this chapter because I think I think for a while I have been quite settled um in myself in many aspects and I think this is the first time that I actually went for something and now I've got it and I'm really happy that I'm here and I'm happy to kind of see like you know what the next chapter kind of looks like um, whilst experiencing it and having a good time. Um, also, of course, the weather is beautiful. And you know what, yeah, I never used to think that I was a summer baby. Like I used to love winter. And I think I think kind of like going through um, lockdown and just working from home definitely changed my mind about how much I loved winter. And, um, you know, those days when it used to get really dark, like at 4 p.m. Because, yeah, I once used to love that. I used to, I don't know, I just used to love it. I used to love the darkness. And, um, yeah, now it's the complete opposite. And, honestly, a bit of sun can make everything just that much more better. And I am looking forward to summer. I'm happy that we're in spring. Um, It's so nice walking outside and it can be eight o'clock in the morning and you can see the sunshine. It's not gloomy, there's no rain and it feels really nice. And honestly, it's giving goodness. It's giving greatness and it's giving positivity. So I am, yeah, I'm happy. (laughs) I am very happy. I'm not gonna share too much but I'll leave it as that. Speaking of sharing too much, sorry, this just came to me right now, actually. Um, I find it so interesting that I literally just said that I'm not gonna share too much because I think at one point I used to love to share. In fact, I probably overshared. Do you know what? Some of you guys might even think that I <laughs> probably still overshare now, but it's so funny because I used to share every aspect of my life with everyone. And that was in like, 
many different forms. So whether that may be on social media, whether that may be um, via conversations or um, yeah, whatever. And now I feel like it's, I don't know whether there's just been a shift in life or whether it's been a case of like just going through um, experiences and getting older where I have definitely now minimized that or at least I monitor how much I share. And it's interesting because part of me is kind of like, I don't give a damn what anyone thinks, right? I can do what I want. And I always say I can do what I want. And yeah, I can do what I want. But I guess if I am limiting the amount of stuff that I'm sharing or I'm controlling what I'm sharing with other people, do I really not give a damn about what anyone else thinks or do I? Um, It's interesting because I think that like, I think there's this whole kind of like um, mystery about not knowing about, you know, the complete ins and outs of someone's life or at least what they present to you. And I definitely think that I definitely have, you know, either had conversations with people and I'm just kind of like, tell me more. And for the fact that they haven't told me, you know, um, the ins and outs, I'm really intrigued to find out more or that person interests me a little bit more because the unknown is interesting and I think that kind of also um that definitely happens on on social media I definitely know that even with me if I see someone's story and like you know they might post I don't know um a picture at a dining table but that's it like it's just an empty dining table I'm just kind of left to think oh who is that? Who's with them at that dining table? Where is this? Um, especially if they don't put the location, which is a good thing because I don't think you should put your location, at least your live location anyways, because people in this world are bloody mad. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely makes you go, oh, what's going on here? What are they up to? And I quite like it. Um, and that's not to say that like, I don't want to know, you know, where they are, but at the same, oh, at the same, at the same time, I respect the fact that if this is all that you want to show me, then so be it. Like, who am I to demand or want to know everything about you? And um, you don't owe me that. And I guess it's the same way that I don't owe anyone else that either. And I think I was actually getting onto myself the other day because I've always been a social media babe. Like from the very beginning, I'm talking from Pixo. What was before Pixo? And I think it was Pixo first. And then it went to like some weird website called High Five. And then it quickly went to, I believe it was MySpace first. And guys, if I was a MySpace queen, as in I knew about coding before coding was even a thing. Or just about. <laughs> I knew what HTML was, okay? And um, is H- what am I talking about? HTML, you know what I mean, the coding thing, right? You know, you used to do that and then you used to make the background all sparkly and stuff or that you'd rearranged your layout and stuff on MySpace. I know you guys get me. Um, but um, when, when then from MySpace, it went to Bebo and then Bebo to Facebook, Facebook to, well, I guess now Instagram and Twitter. And I have had an account on every one of those platforms and I have actively been active on all of those platforms too. And it's just kind of like been a part of me. And I always have like sharing what I'm up to. Like one point in my life, you would know exactly where I was, who I was with, where we were going to next, what I was wearing, what I ate that day, what I will be having for dinner that evening and what I possibly could be up to tomorrow. Oh, and don't forget, the music that I like, I would share 
every song all the time. Anything that I'm listening to, oh, you're gonna know. And I think back then for me, it was fun because I felt like it was a way that I could express myself. It was a way that I can, you know, um, connect with other people too. Because like, for example, if I posted a song and someone else responded to like um, that post, like, oh my gosh, I really like that song. Did you know that they're, they're going, I don't know, they're, they're going on tour soon or whatever. And that can start a conversation, possibly start a friendship. And I I loved that. I, I, I always have thought that social media was amazing because we're able to show what we want and share what we want and um, showcase our, yeah, our personalities, our likes and our dislikes. And that's been something that I've always loved to do. And I feel like during the lockdown period, oh God, I have never been so thankful for social media because I promise you, I do not know what I would have been doing if we didn't have access to social media the way that we did do during the lockdown period. Um, it was literally my saving grace <laughs> because being indoors, being, I was I was made redundant as well. So I wasn't even working and, um, you know, just being indoors with nothing to do was really hard. And I'd say, do you know what, to be fair, during that time, I I did appreciate the fact that I did have someone who was with me you know, not all the time, but the majority of the time. And so I did have company, which was fantastic. And I and I definitely appreciate that because I don't know what I would have been like if it was just solely myself. Um, but I definitely am so thankful for social media. All of those apps that came about during that time, like even the fact like the, the rise, the rise of TikTok. Oh my gosh. Oh, how I thank you. Because I remember coming across TikTok and thinking that it was like a, a Roblox and like Roblox is like what those like what the kids play they love that stuff my little cousin is addicted to Roblox and I literally thought that TikTok was the same thing I was like it's just for kids and now I can honestly hand on heart say that I'm a TikTok addict I'm getting better now but honestly like I love that app I think it's so entertaining it is educational it is fun and I love it so much. Um, what was another app that I really appreciated during that time? It was the one house party. Oh my gosh. House party was the one because again, you got to connect with everybody else and everyone was in the same situation. Everyone was at home. Um, if you were lucky, you'd get a random phone call from somebody in prison, which I did a few times, um, which was interesting. I don't know how they, they found out our usernames, but it was a, it was a, (laughs) it was a frequent thing for me. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. And I genuinely am just so grateful that, yeah, we were able to have those platforms to keep us entertained, to keep us sane. Um, so, yeah, you can you, you can tell that I am a pro social media kind of person. But at the same time, I definitely believe that it does have its, you know, its negatives. And one of the negatives are. Well, basically relates to the fact that sometimes I feel like people feel as if you owe them your life in a certain sense when I say it that sounds so dramatic but you know you owe them um the right to know the ins and outs of everything and anything that you're doing when in actual fact you don't so I feel as if like I'm at a place right now where one I guess social media as in like the content behind it as in like constantly posting for example on Instagram stories it doesn't appeal to me as much as it did a couple of years ago um and I think that's just a natural thing for me it it hasn't been a conscious effort um 
for me to like not post as much. It's just gen like genuinely, I just don't like. I used to post quotes. I used to post like you know little morning positive things, and I just don't really. I just don't really have an interest in doing so anymore. I love it when people do it, but I guess for me, um, it's just not really the same. Like, I just, just don't know. just don't really want to do it anymore. Um, or I don't find that I have the urge to post certain things. And one thing that I do like about myself, I don't want to make something that I once and still do enjoy become a chore. And do you know what? I think also having a podcast has probably maybe also um, affected that because, you know... Um, having a podcast or having anything like a business or um, an online platform means that you have to manage your social media because social media has the power to, you know, push your product, your company, your podcast, your, you know, your talent to a mass audience, but you have to be proactive and you have to be consistent. And with consistency comes, I believe, boredom. Like you're doing the same thing or at least you're doing similar things again and again and again. And sometimes, um, in fact, a lot of the time, you're not really getting the results that you that you want. And that becomes quite, um, what's the word, off-putting. Like, you don't really want to do it as much because it's like, oh, this is a chore, but I have to post it because if I don't post this, then how are people on, you know, this social media platform going to know that, you know, we have another episode out? Or how is, you know, my next possible client going to know that, my product is available and ready to order from my online store. Um, you know, all these things kind of, you know, yeah, make social media less fun as it did before, well, at least in my opinion. Um, and I think another thing also is, I think for me, yeah, I have always, like I said, been an oversharer and not because of the fact that um, I want everyone to know my business, but I like to share my story. Um, I've always been someone who would put myself forward and, I don't know, maybe share an experience, for example, and would hope that someone could relate to it or, um, yeah, just feel like they're not alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Would feel like they're not alone. Um, I'm sorry, Lord, for saying your name in vain. Um, but... Now I'm just a bit like, I like to protect what's mine. Um, It's so funny because I remember being, I don't know, a couple of years ago and like seeing when people would post like their partners and stuff, for example, and I'd be like, I can't wait for the day that I post my boyfriend. At least that's what I thought back then. And, um, And now I'm just like, oh my God, no. Like, I don't even think anybody would know when I'm engaged, for example, or when I've gotten married, or even when I bought my first home. They might know, I don't know, it depends. But I don't think I would do what I imagined that I would do back then now. And I guess for me, I sort of find it a bit, I don't know. It's just not really a bit of me. I don't know, it's just not really a bit of me no more. And that's fine. And people who do that, it's absolutely fine. Share your story, share your your journey and stuff, because yeah we like it you know some people do like it and if you don't like it then just don't watch it I suppose yeah I really think it's that simple it's Olympia it's Chloe if you're loving this episode stop and rate us on Spotify right now go on go go on do it go like it now Mm -hmm. (sighs) guys the weight is not falling off 
the weight is not falling off. I feel like I have been on a continuous weight loss journey since the age of four and I've had enough. I've had enough. What would it take to get a flat stomach? Don't answer that because I know what it will take. But I'm tired. I'm still tired. The funniest thing is I have actually lost a lot of weight. And I find it funny because I still look at myself in the mirror and there are so many things that I would correct about myself. And I feel like I'm definitely not alone when I, when I say this. And like, I just want to ask, what will it take for us to be satisfied and just love ourselves in whatever form that we're in? Because it's tiring. The funniest thing is, um, at the moment, I actually like the way I look. Don't get me wrong. I do. But I feel like it comes in spells. Like, I can feel good about myself physically one minute, and then a week later, I have to lose 4kg. I have to walk. I have to run. Should I sign back up to the gym? It's just continuous. And honestly, I am finding it boring. And I don't know whether I'll be able to do this. But I'm hoping that when I step into my next chapter, you know, the big 3-0, that I'm absolutely, hey, I'm actually able to love the skin I'm in. Now, do not get me wrong. I definitely know that there are things I can that I can do to, you know, attain this quote-unquote desired body or desired frame but I think the only thing that I worry about is that when I get to that you know desired body will I be happy will I be satisfied because I look back and I imagine like in 2021 I was 15 kg heavier than what I am today and I look back at photos and I'm just like damn girl you were thick. And it's funny because at the time I didn't I didn't realise it. But um yeah, I look back at photos now and I'm just like, damn, hey, you look full. <laughs> and I say nobody told me, but the funniest thing is that um people would say, Oh no, like, but you weren't big. I was. I was big. And Olympia, if you're listening to this, I was. Cause guys, Olympia in one of our recent episodes said that oh Chloe but you've never really been been big before I have I have (laughs) I have but um you know weight fluctuates I suppose in it and I guess yeah I've always been someone I guess that goes up and down up and down up and down um but right now I'm I'm basically around about the lightest I've ever been in my life and I'm still not happy I'm still not satisfied oh I am happy I am but I'm not like completely satisfied and I'm tired of this ongoing battle and I know that this applies to not just women, but also men. We have this continuous battle with our appearance and the way we look. And as we grow older, I genuinely think that we should all love ourselves or be a little bit more kinder to ourselves because one life is for living. 
And if you want to live, you can't always be in the gym. You can't always be eating in a calorie deficit. You can't always be cutting out all the carbs or, you know, you know, um, cutting out alcohol. Sometimes enjoy. Sometimes drink that tequila shot, eat that burger. Like just do whatever you want to do to enjoy. Like, because honestly, I, I mean, you might not think this, but I think it's absolutely miserable. Like honestly, whenever I see, um, oh, this is no shade to people that are really on their fitness because go you. In fact, no, I don't aspire to be you, but I definitely, um, I'm in awe with your consistency. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I see people who are like around the clock, constantly, you know, counting calories or constantly um, working out. I know working out is good for you, so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that working out is only used for weight loss. Working out is just, you know, it's good for you mentally and of course physically. Um, but yeah, like when I feel like, I guess the idea of constantly having to think about, you know, your meals and what you can and cannot eat and, you know, what you can and can't do or, um, I don't know, like maybe you cut back on, you know, socialising because you don't want to fall into a position where you might accidentally slip up and, you know, eat a bit more than usual or drink a bit more than usual. And I think it's just like, I think that's bloody boring. Like I said, like life is for living and don't waste your days like (laughs) wanting to be the perfect you because you're never going to be. I'm sorry. Like when I say you're never going to be, you're not, you're not. Because you're always going to find room for improvement. And I think we all will. And I think we just need to be a little bit more kinder when it comes to ourselves and especially our physical appearances. Because at the end of the day, like we, and I don't want to sound cliche, but we should really be grateful and happy for life and for health over the way we look like. <laughs> and that, do you know what? that's easier said than done especially living in the world that we live in where looks are literally everything and looks can get you into spaces that you know you wouldn't necessarily get into if you didn't have that desired or you know yeah that desired look yeah and it's real like I hear it but even with that I think we should definitely be a bit more nicer to ourselves man and just enjoy life where and when we can um like for example like I have a big head and I don't care what anybody says my head is big in size and I've always been aware of this in fact when my mum gave birth to me she definitely yeah she tore my head caused that and my mum told me that how when the doctor um took me out I suppose he grabbed my head and said ah this is a good size what does that even mean? <laughs> Don't really keep telling my head's not big. I'm so sorry. My friends are going to be like, Chloe, you're crazy. Your head's not big. And this, that, the other. But it is. And I've come to terms with it. And I've accepted it. I have got a big head. And that's something that I have got to accept. And I'm learning to accept it. In fact, the other day, I went to go and see my friend. And I went to go and see him um, at his offices. And I was wearing sunglasses because, you know, I'm a bougie bad bitch. Um, and he tried on my glasses, my sunglasses, and when he put them on, everyone in the room was just like, oh my gosh, those sunglasses look huge on you. They look massive on you. And then when I put it on, 
they were like, oh, Chloe, yeah, they suit you really well. They fit. Now, I'm so sorry. If that does not mean that my head is not big, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But you know, in that situation, instead of choosing to let that, you know, upset me or make me feel away about the size of my head, I was okay. I said, yeah. These huge sunglasses fit my huge head and it's okay. It's absolutely okay. And I'm being serious because I feel like if it was a massive insecurity, which, you know, if it was a really, really, really massive insecurity, I wouldn't talk about on this podcast because then like, let's say like, I don't know, someone wanted to like troll me, they'll talk about the size of my head. (laughs) But I guess basically what I'm trying to say is that it's okay. It's okay to accept what God has given you. And um, in fact, we should be thankful for it. Um, And I am learning to be thankful and embrace all of me, every single part of me, including my big head. I'm saying all of this, but guys, if you see a picture of me on Instagram and the width of my waist is two centimeters wide and my nyash has miraculously grown, don't say anything. Just like, comment and share. I really wanna go on a solo trip again, like soon. And I don't know whether it's because I've been on quite a few holidays recently where I've been with people that I'm kind of like craving my alone time. Mm, don't know, don't know. But I really want to go on a, like on another solo trip. Now, my first solo trip was absolutely a shambles. Now, well, okay, I say it was a shambles. It was okay. But I mean, I tried to fly out basically without renewing my passport, which of course was a fail. And at the time they weren't doing like, you know, speedy passport renewals. So my first booked holiday literally just went down the drain. Like I paid for it all, had my flight dates, everything booked, and then it went down the drain. The money, it disappeared. Didn't get that back. Um, But about a month after my birthday, which was last year, so last year in June, I um, received my my new parcel and I booked another holiday because I was really determined to go on a solo trip um the year before that 2021 was an absolute complete shambles for me and I think I just wanted to kind of mark doing something like a solo trip as the new era you know the new me in my life and yeah I was determined to do so and that was exactly what I did so I went online and I found a good deal. And I went to the lovely exotic place, the lovely island of Tenerife. It is an island, right? Well, it's the Canary Island. So technically it is an island. So I went away to an island in Tenerife. Um, And do you know what? It was actually a beautiful experience. Not necessarily because of the holiday, because like the holiday was nice, don't get me wrong. But I won't lie in saying that like, oh my God, I had the best time in my whole life. And like, you know, oh my God, like I'm I'm gagging to do that same trip again. Like I'm not. But I think what was so beautiful about it was the fact that I was in another country by myself. And for me, that was beautiful because I do everything with everyone. Like, I don't even know. Well, now I do, but back then I didn't even know how to book a flight. Like I never done that. My friends would always do it. Or, you know, my mum, like way back when would always do it. But like, in my adult years, like my friends would always, you know, be the responsible ones and book all these these bits and bobs, like whether that's the flight or the transfers, the hotel. Um, but this time I did it and I had to read the fine print 
to make sure that, you know, what I was booking was legit and, you know, making sure that I made it to the airport one time and, you know, even made it on my flight. And um, yeah, by the grace of God, I did. And I made it back, amen. Um, and it was, I think that's what made it beautiful for me. Um, it was something that I'd never done before. And for that reason, I highly recommend anyone who's uh, like, who literally wants to do a solo trip, do it. Like it is, it is nice. And I'm sure you can probably go on better trips than, you know, better um, locations than I did. Not trying to, you know, bad mouth where I went in it. Cause obviously like it was nice and stuff like, you know, it was, it was a nice place, but it weren't like, I don't know, Indonesia. Do you know what? Yeah, I remember being younger and um, well, let's say about 18 and my friends, as in my white friends, would go to me, oh yeah, I'm gonna go on a trip, like a solo trip, we're gonna go backpacking. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, you're gonna go backpacking. Um, like, who, who are you going with? And they're just like, oh no, I'm going by myself. It's gonna travel across Asia. And honestly, I used to think that they were absolutely insane. I was just like, what the hell are you doing? And why would you want to do this by yourself? And even though now, I can't lie to you, I do not have the urge to do that. But now I look back and I'm just like, wow, go you. Like, that's a massive thing. And I really feel as if like, it definitely really kind of like, you know, gave them a good entrance to adulthood. Like they definitely experienced, you know, being 18, completely different to how I did. And um, not saying that I would, would have liked to go backpacking at the age of 18 by myself across Asia, but it sounds like a, an incredible experience. I don't want to do, but it, it sounds incredible. And yeah, I think like everyone should definitely step out and do something that they couldn't imagine themselves doing for the experience one. And just for the fact that I genuinely feel like you feel different. And also when you go on these trips, you you will make friends. Like guys, I made a friend when I was on holiday um, and I actually made, I, I met him at a bar um okay I was going out for dinner so every night I went out to go and find somewhere different and new to eat because one I wasn't eating in my hotel like my hotel was nice but it definitely gave me like Mallorca vibes like you know you know that show on ITV the holiday one I've forgotten the name of it but like basically Brits on tour it definitely gave that but the actual hotel was really lovely um and yeah so every night I made it my mission to be fair I was I barely stayed in my hotel I was always outside but yeah um on this particular evening I went out and I actually went on a hunt to go and find some paella um which I actually don't like anymore and um after tasting it in Barcelona I don't really like I don't like Barcelona I don't I don't like no I don't like paella um yeah so I was out and I went to this one restaurant and it was like an outdoor restaurant most of the restaurants out there were outdoor and I sat down with my menu and it was quite quiet it must have been like it was early evening it might have been about six um possibly seven and the waitress came over to me to ask my order I ordered a full fat coke and I waited for my beverage and I guess whilst I made my order a gentleman from across the room um he obviously overheard me and when my drink arrived he you know made the gesture of toasting his drink with mine so obviously from across the room I toasted him back and then he proceeded to say um you know come over like why don't you come and join me 
Now, I didn't know what to say in this situation. So I just thought, okay, do you know what? Like, what's the harm? I can go over, have a little, you know, a little chin wag um, whilst I wait for my food to arrive and then I can go back and eat it, right? Um, yeah, I was wrong. So this gentleman um, turned out to be a lot more, a lot more older than me. He's definitely, in, he's a senior. Um, in fact, I believe he might be turning like 70 this year. I need to message him and say happy birthday. Um, because do you know what? we actually did exchange numbers and I actually spent the whole evening with him and we were just literally talking like he was absolutely amazing and it was so nice to speak to somebody else who I wouldn't on a daily basis speak to I should say that he um he's from Manchester and he regularly travels to Tenerife um as he loves out there and we got into like deep conversation like I I knew the ins and out of his life. He told me stories. I was amazed. We were just sitting there drinking wine and we literally just laughed and spoke the whole time. And it was great. And of course, yeah, we exchanged WhatsApps because we said that we're going to stay in contact. And um, occasionally like he'll message or I'll message to say, hey, like, how are you? And like on birthdays and stuff, like, um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to, like I messaged him and I'm going to message him again this year. And it was nice. So shout out to you, Bernie, if you ever listen to this, which you probably won't, but um, I don't think I told him that I had podcast. Um, I wonder if he listens to podcast. Hmm. If he does, I hope that, you know, this will be something he'd like to listen to. But yeah, no, he was a lovely man. And yeah, we had great chat. We had a great evening. And he bought me wine. He bought me loads of wine. Hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, um, <laughs> to kind of wrap up my solo trip wanting, I don't know if that makes sense yet, but my urge to do another solo trip. I'm going to do another solo trip, guys. And this time I'm going to go somewhere beyond like a European island. Will I? I don't know. I don't know why, but I find there's something scary about going somewhere out of Europe or outside Europe, which I mean, at the end of the day, anything can happen anywhere you go, right? But yeah, I do want to do, and I do want to take another solo trip, um, preferably, preferably this year. So watch out if you see me posting pictures, you know. <laughs> yeah, just know that um, Chloe took another solo trip. Guys, I'll be honest with you. I've been speaking for the past thirty minutes, and my throat is tired, and I need to eat. I have to go. I have to leave you guys. And I know you're sad because I'm sad too because I think this has actually been fun. Now, I actually speak to myself all the time. Like, I do talk to myself. Um, I don't know whether it's because I'm basically an early child, even though I'm not, but growing up, I've been the early child. So maybe that could be a reason why. But I think also it's because I like to speak out my thoughts. I find it refreshing. And I found, hey, guys, the English... And I have found recording this episode refreshing. So I am going to leave it there. But guys, make sure you tune into our next episode where my darling Olympia will be returning. I know you've missed her, I have. And we'll be back with This Is Not Up For Discussion. But until Don, guys. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Guys, my English. I actually genuinely think I've got like a speech impediment. I really hope that's a word. But um, yeah, until then, guys, make sure you keep up to date and follow us on our Instagram, which is After Eight Pod, and our Twitter, which is After Eight Pod underscore. 
in regards to sending in anything to be fair you can send it to our google mail which is afterrapepod at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you but until then thank you guys have a blessed week live life be good be free and be happy (laughs) goodbye guys (laughs) 